This podcast was brought to you by Nature's Tree LLC, an all-natural premium CBD brand. Nature's Tree LLC was founded with the goal of giving people an all-natural alternative that will help one get through the rigorous of daily life. They aim to provide 100% all-natural pesticide-free CBD hemp products that soothes the soul. Be sure to check out the description box for a link to their website where you'll find some of their amazing products. Use the code ANXIETY for 20% off all purchases. Anxious world, what's going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. Hope everybody out is out there taking care of themselves and their family, all their loved ones, the most important people in your lives. Um, I'm your host Keith, and um, yeah. So on this episode, we're going to hear the story of Luke Twombly, and Luke's he's going to talk about um how anxiety had a, a uh, effect on his relationship with his wife and um you know it's something i can i can definitely relate to i talked about it several times on this podcast i know it's something that a lot of people out there can relate to you know and luke's he's also going to talk about um what well, he's going to touch on how he kind of noticed he didn't know what exactly he was going through but he kind of noticed the signs you know far back when he was even you know a young boy so um, yeah, so he's going to touch on that a little bit. Um, as far as, you know, for the podcast, man, just continue to support, you know, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate all the feedback. I do this for y'all. I do this for the people. I, you know, I just want to use my platform for you guys to share your story. So, yeah, let's keep doing it. Let's keep moving this mental health um, community forward. You know, try to uh, break the stigma around mental health, you know, make it more, you know, okay to talk about what we've been through and what we're going through. That's the whole goal of the podcast. So, yeah. uh, So without further ado, um, Luke Twombly, wait, this is anxiety. I thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. I will be back next week with another inspirational story. So, yeah, everybody out there be blessed. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. So, yes, thank you for tuning in to the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. What I like to call therapy for your soul. Everybody be blessed. Hey, everybody. My name is Luke Twombly. I am 29 years old and I live in Waynesboro, Virginia. I used to be a podcast editor, and I find myself still part of some of these podcast groups. And I saw that Keith actually made a post about anybody who would like to speak about their experience with mental illness. And actually, this has been a recent journey for me. So I went ahead and responded, and I'm thankful enough um, that Keith gave me this opportunity to share a little bit today on this podcast. A little bit about my family life. I am one of six children, grew up in New Jersey, have been in Virginia now about four years. I got married in 2014, so I've been married a little over six years now. 
And I currently have two children. And, you know, life's been a journey. You know, if you're a parent, if you have children, you know it is a journey and a half. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm a, I'm a young parent. And like I said, this um, journey with anxiety in particular has been very um, recent for me. Um, and I'm really thankful that Keith, you know, gave me this opportunity to speak on this episode. You know, it is an important issue that needs to be discussed. It needs to be understood and it needs to be empathized with, you know. A lot of people who don't suffer from anxiety, bipolar, or whatever mental illness you may have, it's really hard to kind of understand and cross that line to see where other people are at. And, you know, um, Keith seems to have a really solid podcast going on here, and there may be nothing new I could say, but I'm hoping that um, my perspective could help shine a little different light on mental illnesses for even just a few people. As I mentioned just a few moments ago, anxiety is a recent thing that I'm working through, and I would imagine I'll be working through it for a while. I'm still learning, getting clarity on what's really going on. And one of the hardest things that I've had to face is not only has it affected me over all these years, but I'm starting to see how it's been affecting the people around me. You know, being 29 years old, you know, why has it taken me so long to figure this out? It took my marriage nearly falling apart last year to realize that there may be some underlying issues in myself, in the marriage, that needed to be realized, that needed to be brought to terms with. So this prompted marriage counseling. So I think it was around August or September we started seeing a marriage counselor. And fortunate for us, we connected right off the bat with the first counselor we got connected with. You know, in the past, we've tried going to counseling and it just didn't seem to work. There was a disconnect. Uh, I just wasn't the right person for us. And we're fortunate enough to have found um, that person. After just a few weeks of marriage counseling, the counselor started to recognize some personal issues that both my wife and I had that were negatively impacting our relationship. It was easy for the counselor to see that my wife suffered from anxiety and depression. And from there, you know, my wife started to see a psychiatrist, was prescribed medication, and is now seeing one-on-one counseling. And as a husband, seeing that, it's helped tremendously. Um, it's helped her quite a bit. The marriage counselors then recommended one-on-one counseling for me. And it took me a while to agree to that. My wife also had been suggesting me going to one-on-one counseling because she has been sensing for a long time that I suffer from anxiety. And, you know, it's one of those things, you know, it's easy to be arrogant and think that you're good. You know, it's really hard to take a hard look at yourself and realize something like this. You know, eventually I did. You know, I agreed to going to one-on-one counseling. And, you know, to this day, you know, it's served really well in tandem with marriage counseling. So I've had about six one-on-one sessions so far. And in just that uh, amount of time, we've been able to unpack so much and, you know, so many memories have come to my mind that at that time in my life didn't seem to make sense. But looking back, the only way that's the way I was feeling, the way I was acting in those moments could be explained is anxiety. My earliest memory of anxiety is um, school field trips. You know, I think I was in middle school. We had taken a school field trip. And we had stopped at a fast food place. And I remember most of my classmates were able to place their own order with the cashier. But for me, I was so shy, I could not do it. So I would actually have a classmate order for me. And for a while, I thought, you know, I was just shy. 
which I'm sure that was part of it. You know, it's shyness is a very common thing. But if I if I lump that into the events over my life, I see patterns of this that haven't quite gone away. So if you fast forward to high school when I started dating, um, my relationships would never last for more than a few months at that. You know, I'd always be super insecure about everything. You know, was was this person thinking of me? Did they like me? Why aren't they calling me every five minutes? You know, and I could never really fully settle myself into a relationship and enjoy enjoy it. This encompassed every relationship I was ever in. The behaviors that came from that was this neediness, and I ended up turning off a lot of people, and eventually that relationship just ended in a matter of months. So this pattern of insecurity in dating relationships continued even as I got to college. Instead, um, at this point, I was attracting people who were just as insecure and anxious as I was, and you can imagine the storm that would cause. So not only did this anxiety have an impact on my dating relationships, but all my relationships, family and friends. You know, I remember a birthday party that I had um, uh, maybe 10, 15 years back that my parents threw for me. And I remember just being miserable. You know, there was absolutely no explanation for my misery. <laughs> you know, I cannot wait for the event to be over. You know, looking back, everybody who was there at the house was there to celebrate my birthday, yet I was miserable. You know, I don't remember anything bad happening that day. So why on earth was I so miserable? The only way I can make sense of that, again, is this anxiety that I have. Um, the very few friends that I've been able to keep, um, especially um, in high school and early college, even with them, I remember always feeling like a disconnect and not really fully enjoying having them around, not really fully diving into that relationship. And yeah, so the only reasonable conclusion I can come to make sense of all this is anxiety. And you could probably say even more specifically social anxiety. With all this being said, to this day, I consider it a miracle that I'm even married. You know, the fact that I would get someone to agree to marry me, stick with me for six years, it's amazing. And, and the only way to explain that is the grace of God. You know, our, our marriage almost fell apart last year. And by the grace of God, we've been able to not only um, get back to where we needed to be, but also improve and actually move forward. You know, going back to how my wife has depression and anxiety got me thinking about her family. And I know her mom and her youngest sister suffer from it greatly. Um, so this started to get me thinking about the reality of mental illnesses and how can they be like handed down from generation to generation. So I started to take a hard look at my family. And I thought of my dad, who to this day does suffer from some anxiety. So it made sense. You know, my severe insecurities, social anxieties, were more than just conventional shyness and the condition of my heart. It, it, was, it was a handicap. You know, and as I'm processing this recently, one thing that I keep saying to myself is, you know, if you have a broken arm, you know, you're not going to just stare at that broken arm and just deal with it and hope that it gets better. You know, if, if you have a heart attack, you're not just going to lie there in agony and just wait for something to happen naturally. You know, wisdom would tell you to go see a doctor. Wisdom would tell you, okay, if your arm is broken, you need a cast. Wisdom would tell you if you have a heart attack, you need to see a doctor to get your body regulated and back on track. And the way I'm starting to process my anxiety is that it's no different. It's no different. You, you can't, the same way you can't pray your way 
out of a broken arm. You can't pray your way out of some cases of anxiety. So I realize that my personal experience with anxiety, as I've had the privilege to share today, is not as severe as some who suffer from other disorders such as PTSD, uh, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and others. You know, part of the problem, I believe, in society is how we rank these disorders. You know, just because one case is more severe than the other and, like, more obvious than the other, it does not mean it should be ignored. So with that being said, there's a good chance that either you or someone close to you suffers from something, whether big or small, and either you or them may not have even realized it yet. You know, for me, look at me, and I'm 29 years old, and I'm finally realizing, hey, there's probably something more to my anxiety than just, you know, just insecurities and, like, the condition of my heart. I'm starting to realize just how serious it is and how, in a lot of ways, it goes beyond my ability to control. I'm in no way advocating that, as individuals, we are not to take responsibility for our disorders. We may not be able to control the condition of our physical mind or how we attained these disorders, but we sure can control what we do with it and how we move forward. It took my marriage almost falling apart to realize how my lack of knowledge about my own anxiety has not only hurt my wife and myself, but has hurt others. My encouragement to those who might be you know, on the fence about their own condition or conditions of loved ones you know, it can't hurt to see a mental health professional and to get some answers and some guidance. You know, there's no shame in that, and it is certainly worth it, not only for you, but for the people around you that you love and care about. So lastly, I just want to thank Keith again for the opportunity to take part in this movement of increasing awareness about the anxiety that affects millions of people today. And if you found this episode helpful, you know, I can only imagine how much more helpful um, past and future episodes of this podcast will be. So I'll say go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And in the words of Dr. Fraser Crane from the 90s sitcom, wishing you all good mental health. God bless.